thought I should Something told me not to go Cold hand reached down I let the noise drown it out Welcome to Perfect Brainstorm Thanksgiving Edition. I'm Brian Perry. I'm Houston Bodley. And I'm Jake Bush. Houston, you don't sound too too good it's houston that's dead today no i'm getting in my character voice guys <laughs> this is a deliberate choice has nothing to do with the 10 pounds of phlegm i have going through my veins right now <laughs> gross i'm just trying to be a cowboy to celebrate thanksgiving that's it that's the spirit of the holiday something like that um if you just listened to our holiday episode you're probably expecting us to be on our next topic which was what was it uh the uh Creating a new, like, book franchise. That's right, a fantasy novel. We're not doing the fantasy novel um, yet. That'll be our next episode. This is sort of an intro to our filler series. Um, we had this idea a while back. We've wanted to, to play. There is a Someone has made a modification of the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons to work for Pokemon. And we've, like, wanted to do that because, obviously... If you've ever listened to our podcast, we talk a lot about Pokemon. And the one thing that stopped us from doing a Tom DeLong base, uh, D&D 5A play, play as it is... What are these called? It's a it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Let's be real. Uh, the one thing that stops us from doing that is there. No one's made it yet. There there is none. So as we're settling is, for Pokemon. We'll probably play it. Now I know what my life's work is to create the first Tom DeLonge tabletop RPG. You can follow us on Kickstarter and back us there. We haven't even created it. But if you want to donate to Kickstarter forward slash Tom DeLonge forward slash us, then yeah. Go ahead and contribute. A portion of all donations will go to to the Stars Academy. Yes. Um, Anyway, so we wanted to do this for a while. We wanted to play this, and we thought using it as an using it as a filler episode and recording it would be a good excuse to force us to have time to do it. Um, So today we're gonna do this. Will feel more like a traditional episode. Uh, We'll be sort of uh, creating things on the fly. We won't won't really get into story yet as much. Um, We will dig into the uh, background of the world we're in, right? We'll dig into it, yeah. Uh, If you haven't listened to our episode 2 Pokemon RPG episode, or not RPG, the Pokemon episode, um, probably do that. We'll give you enough background so you don't have to, but uh, you'll probably enjoy it more if you've had some background. But uh, in that episode, we created our own Pokemon region, and so we're going to play in that region. We kind of lamented that, that the game that we thought up never, would never exist, but we can kind of do it as this game instead of a video game. So yeah. kind of fun. This is also kind of fun because it's uh, read as Pokemon Sword and Shield has been out for a week or so. Uh, and we're all sort of on that train, so which heavily intru- uh, influenced my decision making when I was thinking about <laughs> okay. my character. So character. we'll get into it. Where are you guys at in the game right now? Oh, I'm champion. I'm champion of the of the of all. Okay, no, no, no spoilers past the ice gym because I'm at the ice gym right now. Um, I am becoming the champion. I'm actually playing Brian in my game right now Whoa. as we speak. What? I'm dethroning him. I don't. It, oh, okay. It says Brian was the champion. <laughs> Not for long. Good luck taking on my Rillaboom. He's pretty beefy. Uh, Leon's the real champion. He's un- undefeatable, so... I actually... Uh, no spoilers, but I did defeat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was false advertising. Yeah, seriously. Um, so, the main focus for this episode, let's make some characters so we can be in the world. Um, Jake, I don't think we've said this yet, Jake is going to be our DM. Or, I was actually thinking about it, what should a DM be called for Pokemon? 
The equivalent of a dungeon in Pokemon is a hideout, right? Like Team Rocket Ooh. hideout, that kind of thing. I think you're a hideout master, which makes you the HM. That's which is cool. also a fun Pokemon <laughs> reference. I like that a lot. We need to cut. We need to summon a Jake so he can be our HM slave. Hey Jake, yeah, cut this I was bush. Say, maybe the title should just be HM slave. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> surf us over to Cinnabar Island. Yeah. Uh, so Jake is the, just going to be our HM, and uh, but we're all going to make characters. I think we might cycle in and out of HMs. Uh, we might also have your character sort of be an NPC. So yep. All this will sort of help us flesh out the world, help us uh, work things out. Another thing I should point out before we get going is. We made up a lot of Pokemon in that episode, but we don't have stats for them, right? Because we don't, we haven't done that. We may at some point if we have time. Um, so we will be using existing Pokemon. Um, we may re- reflavor some of them, but uh, for now we're just using normal Pokemon uh, from generations one through five. If you, if that means anything to you, that's what we're using because that's what's available uh, for fifth edition of Pokemon. More may come out, and we may be able to expand that. Or we'll just make our own. We might just make our own too. Yeah, it's it's pretty challenge easy, accepted. Actually. I'm already doing it, Brian. Yeah. Cool. I really do want Space Horse in the game at some point. <laughs> Space Horse. Um, I really listened to the episode, and Space Horse, I think, is my favorite Pokemon. Like, if people ask me in general, what's your favorite Pokemon, I'm going to say Space Horse. <laughs> did we just... <laughs> Even if they have no idea what the pod- our podcast is. Did we just call it Space Horse? I don't remember. It was Space Exclamation Horse. <laughs> nice. I don't... <laughs> and it was a dark fairy type, and it came from space. So anyway. That's amazing. Man, we're smart. Yeah, so I, I, I guess here, I need to find that list that I sent you guys of all the dual types that weren't already. Been we need made. to see which ones have been checked off. Yeah, by I know Shields some of too. them. Like, so now there is a dark fairy with the impidimp evolution chain. There is uh, a poison electric with the toxel evolution change but we can still bring in some of those pokemon i would personally yeah, really sure. like to have a cleopetra i'm a big fan of that one that we made um i do want to catch a rock mummy because oh interesting i i don't think we named it on the episode i think you added the name later i, like I that, think i did and i want it yeah that's cool that is a very um, good name i think the other context we should give is that the the general theme for the region was that it takes all takes place in the past and that the evil team is an invader, invasion of conquistador-themed aliens, right? Is that <laughs> yes. uh, is that enough context yes. for people? This is I turning into cool. our fantasy book novel episode. It could be. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that... No, I think we can just get into it. I think we're ready, right? Jake, would you want to... Would Jake want to start with his character? Because he's actually going to probably play the... Where he's the HM, he's actually going to play like a professor of the region. Um, yeah. And I think that would be a good way to kick yeah, it off. Yeah, let's start with Jake. Okay, I would be happy to because I'm pretty pumped about this. I uh, I spent my Thanksgiving morning um, basically <laughs> writing up an entire backstory to my, my character. And I will give you the Reader's Digest version. And then so, I got on the call and said, hey, your character should also be the professor. Yeah, and so I'm kind Maybe of a... Tweak it. All right, so my character's name is johnny jones and okay. he is from the galar region um i have really been enjoying oh, playing are you gonna do a british accent <laughs> um, i was planning on it <laughs> no you totally can't uh i want him to i want him to be like uh i want him to have like a really thick like cockney accent and because okay. he okay let me give you his background and this will all make more sense so he, uh, is he Dick grew Van up. Dyke? No, he definitely is not. But he is, um, he's Johnny Jones, and he was born in the mountains east of Wedgehurst um, in a small mountain village uh, called Blair Mountain. 
uh, which is not labeled on the Galar map because it's so small and you can't actually get there in the game. But um, he grew up there uh, as... Uh, is that code for you made it up? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was say, like, I was like trying to piece that together in my mind of like, wait, is there a mountain that like doesn't have a name but does in like some unofficial materials? Anyway, okay. No, I definitely made that up. deep into the um, realms cool. of imagination oh, yeah. with this. This is good. This is good. So he, is the, he was the son of a poor farmer. Um, it's a farming family, and they like raise Wulu, and they farm up in the mountains, and they have kind of this uh, healthy, like, symbiotic relationship with Pokemon who help on the farm, but they're also, like, kind of part of the family, and they love and respect their Pokemon, and it's just all great, right? Um, so okay. he also, even though he is kind of this poor farm kid, he's always been fascinated by, like, machinery and mechanical things, and so his father... Whenever his father goes to, like, Motostoke or Hammerlock to, like, buy seeds or to buy, like, a new, like, plow or whatever to bring home, uh, he would always bring home books for his son about, like, the industrial boom that's going on in Galar and how they're coming up with all these new, like, building techniques. So he, he, like, since he was kind of this poor farm kid, he didn't have a whole lot of opportunities to, like, go to a nice school or anything, but he is, like, brilliant. And so his father recognized that in him and brought him home all these, like, really technical books about science and mechanics and engineering and stuff, and he would just consume them and, like, learn everything, right? And he gained this, like, desire to go to the big city in Galar and kind of escape the farm life um, so he can be a part of all this new exciting technology and stuff, right? Um, so he does that once he is, like, of age, he goes to Motostoke and he finds out it's not necessarily all it's cracked up to be. Um, and there is a lot of uh, kind of mistreatment of Pokemon in this industrial revolution that's going on. Um, and, you know, he had these dreams of being this engineer or being this designer or whatever, but he ends up just being a steel worker, um, putting up buildings in Galar. And I pulled that from in the Pokemon 5e specialization section uh you can make your character a steel worker um and so he is a steel worker um and basically my idea uh behind like kind of the atmosphere is that uh in galler there they are kind of in the midst of this industrial revolution and you know in the game it makes it all very lighthearted. but i want my reality to be a little bit more gritty and, you know, the Industrial Revolution was uh, not really all it's cracked up to be because there was a lot of, like, people working in factories right, yeah. and violation of human rights and different things like that. Um, and so he kind of comes face to face with that. And he's like a steel worker for this, like, corporate entity that's just this big oppressive organization. Um, and basically, you know, they, like, pay him in company credit and he's just not making any money. Um, and he's brilliant, but he just can't escape this life. And then, I, I promise I'll try to speed this up because I, I could write a whole book no, about you're good. this stuff. I'm, I'm like being swept away by the okay by cool. the fantasy of it all. Cool. So and the, um, the industrial revolution and the corrupt <laughs> yeah. corporation. Yeah. So like, there's the the big bosses. Can and you imagine if the world was like that? I know, right? <laughs> Be terrible. We're not we're not doing any fantasy in this podcast, guys. We need to get back into something more <laughs> mystical. Um. And so he... Don't worry, just wait for my character. <laughs> he uh, he starts to kind of build up this resentment toward the whole situation because he's very disillusioned. This was like his dream to come to the big city, but it's just terrible. Um, and then something that he's even more disgusted by is that 
there's constantly on his job site, there's kind of this coming and going of Pokemon. The different trainers from around the Galar region are sending to work uh, in the steel mill and building buildings and stuff like that. Um, because, you know, like in Sword and Shield, how you can send your Pokemon off to do Poke jobs. Yeah. And a lot of people basically just take the Pokemon that they don't want and they just constantly send them off to Poke jobs and like don't love them. Yeah. So Johnny Jones is like, this is terrible because there's all these Pokemon that are kind of just abandoned by their trainers sent off to work in the steel mill. And he thinks this is no way to treat Pokemon and no way to, um, you know, run an organization. Um, so there is one particular Pokemon, which is a Golette. I think that's how you pronounce that. It's like the little robot yeah, guy. Yeah, sure. Right? Or like, yeah, I think like it's like a Golem ghost or... ground type. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a Golette, and this Golette is like coming to the job site every single week. And at the end of the week, it takes back its wages to its trainer, but the trainer just sends him right back. Um, and so he starts to realize like, oh, the trainer like doesn't even care about this Golette. And he kind of develops an affinity for it, and he really likes this Golette. And then he hatches a plot. Dun, dun, dun. And what he does... I thought you were going to say he hatches an egg. <laughs> no. He starts hatching a, a devious plot um, of revenge um, and basically overthrowing uh, this corrupt system. Are you right? saying he has to stick it to the madniosis? He does. That is <laughs> wow. actually canon that he does, catches that. D- can he please look like... An old-fashioned British Jack Black. (laughs) (laughs) I am, like, so down with that, actually. Okay, I'm I'm super down. Okay, that's officially part of the lore. Just basically take Um, what he looks like from the Goosebumps movies when he's trying to look like R.L. Stein. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, man. Um, So, since he's, like, such a genius, he he starts, like, stealing materials um, from, like, the job site. Stealing? Get it? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Got it. Um, he starts stealing materials from the job site, and he starts working with his golet to like build. Working, it. get it? He's a steel worker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> um, and he starts building like weapons and machinery and different stuff like that. And basically, he and he's also training this golet like at at night to like become a powerful Pokemon that can like fight side by side with him. And then one day he executes his plan and he and the Golette like storm the, the corporate headquarters and they attack it and they just reduce it to like this pile of rubble. Right. Um, and so that is kind of like his transformational moment where now he's no longer a steel worker. He is a steel type slash dark type because he's so edgy now uh, Pokemon nice. trainer. Right. And Golette <laughs> is, Golette is his starter Pokemon. He just decides that it's his now because its actual trainer doesn't care about him. Um, he reduces the corporate headquarters to a pile of rubble, and then he flees because basically they're trying to hunt him down. Um, and he takes all of these parts that he had collected. He builds a time machine, and he flees to the Swatu region um, to go off and find diverse different types of steel slash dark Pokemon so that he could build the best team ever and come back to Galar to overthrow the entire system and take control of uh, the industrial sector and return it back to a proper state. Nice. This is cool, right? So this is like a Marxist kind of yeah, seriously. professor. I don't think we've ever seen so, anything with that much social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got way too into it. Um <laughs> So like he can be the professor type figure, but basically like he's, you know, he's obviously doesn't have a PhD in Pokemon studies, 
but he um, he's just brilliant and he knows a lot about Pokemon and he knows a lot about technology and different stuff like that. Here's the thing. So, I think if you are yeah. smart enough to build a time machine and go back in time and tell people yeah. about hundreds of mystical Pokemon that they've never even heard of, you are by relative knowledge a Pokemon professor in that world. Yeah. I yeah. also think um, one correction to that. I do think that we we can't make it that Pokemon the same Pokemon don't exist in the past because that's what we have to work with mechanics wise. So they do exist, but if yeah. you have the future knowledge of them, then definitely you have an advantage. So that's right. great. And that's my guy. He is a dark, okay, cool. dark steel Pokemon trainer slash professor from the Gala region who is super edgy and super dark and is on a quest to get revenge and liberate his homeland. I like that the two Pokemon types that he's into are two that are very close to the the ones that his Pokemon have, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> you have a ground ghost, but you went with her dark steel. Anyway. Um, that was my thing. Like I, so this whole thing started with me wanting him to have a Golette because Golette's basically the robot Pokemon. And, and like, he's really into like robots uh -huh. and machinery and stuff like that. And then I was like, what the heck? Golette is not even a steel type. Like <laughs> what yeah, on earth? Like but it, it is, it is dark though, isn't it? I thought it was like, no, it's part dark. Oh, ground. It? I think I actually have a Golurk really? in my party right now on Pokemon huh. Shield. Well, that's okay. He's going to be collecting a steel. Pokemon. Yeah, he's going to be collecting steel and dark. Um, yeah, and he's not he's not into labels, so he just yeah, like considers Golurk. We don't, we don't have dark. to be gym leaders here. We can be our own yeah. unique identities. Exactly. Um, that's it, Johnny Jones. I I should point out that's not a tree name. I think he has to have, at least have a middle name that is some kind of plant. We never decided on our other episode which uh, which professor we would have, so I like this, but uh, I, I am a little sad that he doesn't have a, a tree name. Uh, how about... <gasps> Ooh, what if when he gets to the past, he makes up a name? Ooh, I like that. That's a good idea. As His real an alias, in case there's time-traveling cops following him. Yeah. Well, now that you said that, there might be. <laughs> time cops. I, a team time cops. time cops that's the team rocket of this world um i just googled list of trees in great britain and uh ireland and i'm just gonna pick the first one i see so alder that's that's, that's pretty name. cool jonathan alder be, yeah johnny johnny alder professor johnny alder he changed his last name from jones to alder in, in an attempt to hide his identity he he's he's about to say Johnny Jones and he's like, wait, what if someone knows that name? What if I better not? This is a time cop in disguise. You do have to tell yeah. me if you're a time cop. It's it's just <laughs> illegal. Cool. Who wants to go next? Me? You? Hughes? Um. Here's the thing. Uh, my character. I I had a few different ideas I was branching off with, but the idea that I was building towards was all steel based, and I feel like that might be a little redundant. That's my fault for going oh, after Jake. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to dig into one of my other characters a little bit and have a little time to expound cool. on that. So go ahead, and I will follow up with that. Perfect. Um, so my guy, my whole concept, I wanted to be part of the invading alien race um, just because I thought that was really interesting. And we, we, we agreed that we could use other races other than human uh, as we made our characters. Um, Normally in Pokemon 5e, you kind of just play as a human, and then you pick your, and your class as Pokemon trainer, so there's a lot less uh, sort of customizability, but we decided, hey, let's just let's use real fantasy races. 
So I reskinned um, the High Elf race to kind of be the alien race. I thought that kind of fit these sort of uh, invading folks. Ooh, anyway, I like that. Um, I also didn't want to go too far into the fact that they're like Spanish themed because I didn't want to get racist. Um, <laughs> so I'm leaning a little bit away from that for my character. So I'm saying that he is he's he's sort of descended from them, but he's been. He's, he's not like part of any of these conquering parties and he is uh, sort of integrated. I, I named him in Esperanto, hoping that that is a, a decent way of, of making sort of an alien language. That's kind of fun. So my name is Yosefo, but Zef for short, and I am a space monk. Nice. Um, I'm not actually a monk class, but I'm uh, sort of a um, sort of like a preacher with the whatever you know preaching whatever word the uh these conquerors are trying to bring but uh the good word sort of, of alien jesus the good word of alien jesus and just here to to spread the word and um catch all kinds of pokemon the other big thing i i kind of was going for a jedi theme which is why i decided to do sort of a monk type character so i picked i, I looked up what pokemon are from space and uh, of the ones that are available to us, um, uh, Staryu is one that stood out to me. So <laughs> really? I'm, I have a Staryu. Yeah. Who'd so I'm, I have a Staryu. Yeah. Um, Staryus are from space. I had no uh, idea. Yeah, seriously. I figured um, they were from the ocean. Yep. So they're water. Well, I mean, Starmie is water psychic. So there's like some weird stuff going on there. Uh, so I am a, I'm a psychic is my like class type. Uh, so I am a psychic technically. Um, which gives me a telepathic telepathic bond with my Pokemon, Ooh. which is fun. Um, and being a high elf gives me a wizard cantrip, and I chose I chose minor illusion. So he's just going to be doing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> he's doing some minor illusions. He has a telepathic bond with his Staryu. Um, what it, what it really is is he can cast telepathy every day, and so. Is it a cantrip? It's not a cantrip, but it lasts 24 hours, so it's basically just it's okay, assumed so... that I'm always doing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's uh, he, he's he's not like with the 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 conquistadores, which we probably should come up with a better name for them. He's not like with the evil team, but he is of the same race as them. So he's he's kind of defected from from that whole Ooh. world. They can be the invader Zimites. Oh, that's that's uh, the right vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like the name, but it is the right vibe. So anyway, he's, he's he's more interested in sort of becoming part of the this Earth culture and learning everything he can about it, and uh, and learning about like he, he's very into psychic Pokemon, and so Staryu's not psychic, but he he eventually will will be more interested in psychic Pokemon, especially when he Staryu evolves. So yeah. Did you say what his name was? Zeph. Zeph. Yozefo. Oh, that's right. Yozefo. Yeah. I'm, ta I'm taking notes so that I can uh, when we actually. Perfect. do our campaign i can have some stuff to work with. yep so yosefa is just is actually just joseph in esperanto which is my middle name so anyway nice i'll pro oh i need to name my star you hold on by the end of the episode well houston does his i'm gonna find a name for my star you because i want him to have a name okay so trying to recollect from that big blowback guys my voice is starting <laughs> to come back this is great hey yeah um wow. Podcasting healed you. Podcasting is the magical elixir that soothes the throat and makes you rejoice with happiness through your vocal cords. 
All right, let's hear your character. (laughs) (laughs) So I got kind of two directions. One of them, Brian already knows this because this is my character that we use um, in our actual uh, 5e Pokemon RPG that we play as friends. Um, Jake, you're not part of it because apparently you're not one of our friends. Uh, Ouch. Ouch. I'm just joking. But I'll let you guys kind of decide which one you prefer so okay the first one i'm looking at is what if khaleesi from game of thrones had a little brother who is bigger and stronger but instead of just being like a dragon in the sense of like khaleesi's like the queen of dragons they were an actual dragon like a dragon born which leads to some very interesting (laughs) questions about what the mother was doing um so it's like he kind of has this weird situation where he was born into a family where he is like too patriotic in a sense for their own cause. Um, and he kind of got uh, shunted to the side. Um, and his sister is like taking over the land as like the dragon queen. And so he's trying to go and make his own name for himself. And uh, his name is Terrence Lieberman, uh, the dragonborn. <laughs> okay cool and he's got he's like i do like that both of you have very generic names and mine is very weird because it's like i'm the alien so wait i i have a question for you houston like so did he get disowned from the targaryens and had to take the name lieberman um to be (laughs) to be factually correct it is not the targaryens it is the gorgantians um because of trademarks and copyright issues um (laughs) okay he's trying to start his own dragon cult in a sense, and he is a eight foot tall dragonborn, a a black dragonborn. So he's got like acid breath and whatnot. Um, and his starting Pokemon's an Axu, which, according to this, has a height of two feet flat, and at most weighs about thirty nine pounds. So he tends to do more fighting himself against Pokemon than he does with his Axu. Um, okay. Which is so a wait. dragon Pokemon. Houston. Yes. Is is he a Pokemon? <laughs> He's not a Pokemon, <laughs> but... He's a dragon type. He is very a, stubborn. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> he is a barbarian class, if that means anything, if that helps set okay. the vibe. Um, so if his Axew is losing or he just loses patience... He has a tendency to just pull out his own battle axe and go and start hacking at the Rapidash that is attacking him. Or the... I, I want to just read a. I just want to take a second to read a portion from the player's handbook. Um, trainers can lose their license for attacking other trainers or their Pokemon. <laughs> Do you think he even has a license to Pokemon uh, this Master? Yeah. This guy doesn't strike me as the type that cares about licenses. Yeah, I guess sure. Um, that means you will you will not be able to uh, access services at Pokemon centers or purchase goods at Pokemarts. So um, I think he's more into like the all natural vibe, anyways. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> which and... which leads me to my next character option. I'm kind of curious which one you guys <laughs> like more. Um, this guy is all about all natural products, essential oh, gosh. products, if you will. Okay, I picked the first character. I picked the first one. <laughs> Wait, is this going to be an essential oils-based Pokemon trainer? So my guy is a dwarf, whose name is also Terrence Lieberman. Uh, (laughs) Either way, his name is Terrence Lieberman. We get it. He is what you would call 
the world's very first MLM salesman. Um, here's the thing. Wow, I hate him already. <laughs> so he, he's kind of an SLM. He's a single level marketer. He because uh, it's just him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I should put this. He's not actually the first. He's just part of the first MLM company because he's already a cog in the machine and just like a very mediocre MLM salesman. Um, he is losing more money than he is earning profit from this. He is working for a company called... Can you imagine if that's how it worked in real life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my four and a half years working in the commissions department for uh, an MLM would not speak otherwise to that i uh, guys it, please know that there's some sarcasm with this mlms <laughs> yeah. are the worst um so i yeah. didn't realize that you did you worked in an mlm company for that long uh yeah it was my college job because at the time when i took the job i didn't know necessarily what an mlm was and i always like kind of justified it that i was not working in like cells or anything yeah um and then when I finished college, I was like, okay, I'm going to go work for a good company now. And so I quit. Yeah. Um, throwing lots of shade at my old company. I will not give their name. Um, but I will give you the name of the company that Terrence Lieberman is a, <laughs> a new distributor of. Um, it's called Team Torterra. Um, <laughs> they're all about essential potions that you can take that are three times the cost of normal potions, but they're very essential for your Pokemon's vitality. Um, they help a lot with uh, uh, just making you smell good, uh, helping you sleep at night, and that's about it. Um, so you like put a drop of like one of these essential potions like under the foot of your Charmander, and then it can more easily make friends with other Charmanders? Exactly. He specializes in poison Pokemon. Because that's where you get the extract for these essential oils. Whoa. Um, here's the thing. He's really trying to get on brand with the whole Team Torterra thing. Uh, so he got what he thought was the starter evolution of Torterra. And he his starting Pokemon is actually a Bulbasaur. Because he doesn't know Pokemon very well. <laughs> nice. And so when it evolves into Venusaur, he's going to be very, very disappointed. But that is the other Terrence Lieberman. So whichever one you think fits in the party better... That's where um, I'm going. Well, okay. Which do I dislike the least? <laughs> I have I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, so my character hates everything about capitalism and <laughs> companies and corporations. And so I feel like they might not get along that well. This is um, not just capitalism. This is like the, the scraps from the table after like being reprocessed capitalism is like late stage capitalism. Yeah. So I, I, in terms of party member, I really think the first character would be a much better choice for party member, but I do want the second guy to be like the rival gotcha. for my character. Okay. I, I can voice both in this podcast. Like you you can play one of them and then just give me the character sheet for the other one and we'll run him as an NPC. Okay. I like that idea. Because he's way too horrible to not use. Um, yeah. So the second Terrence Lieberman is the character I'm using in the RPG that uh, Brian and I are playing right now. And yes. everyone really hates him because he's super obnoxious. <laughs> 
Um, it, <laughs> which is why I'm voting to give control of him to Jake. <laughs> Does he have an accent? Uh, he doesn't have an accent. Uh, well, he has like a dwarf grizzled accent, if you will. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I will go with Terrence Lieberman, the Dragonborn. Okay, cool. Love it. Cool. What else do we need to figure out? I'm trying to think if there's anything that uh, like we need to know before we... So this, I was uh, going to ask, like, future, future sessions, do we actually want to get into, like, because I found the character sheet and there could be oh, things yeah. on I there. Mean, we, we already talked a little bit about our, our um, what do you call it, the specialization? Yeah, yeah. Um, what is the specialization of Terrence Lieberman, Houston? Oh, he is a dragon tamer. Oh, makes sense. Can you have more than one specialization? Uh, with certain uh, eventually classes, you okay. level up. I think, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, maybe my... you level up, you can get a second specialization, or maybe I a, think it... at level seven you get a specialization. Okay. Do we want cool. to start at a higher level? That'll give us some more options if we do. I think that'd I kinda... be a good idea because it drives me We're crazy. Not you know, it drives me crazy in every D and D style podcast when it's like, let's start with level one and build our way up. It's like, no, we know everything you can do already. Yeah. And it's not a lot. And it's not that much. Yeah. Uh, should we start at level three? Level three is kind of the default of where you start in D&D. Yeah. We don't technically qualify for it because we don't have the Pokemon for it unless we want to just... Uh... We'll just get the stats. I think... Yeah. Rules uh, are okay. more or like we can have a second Pokemon. Oh, when, that would be When do you get a second Pokemon? So are you uh, saying think, we have two right now? I think for the, for the sake of a narrative podcast, it's like a little unwieldy to have... That basically means we have three characters each. Um, to manage yeah uh plus we'll probably have uh we haven't talked about this crystal will probably come on to join us uh as uh, our third party member yeah so let's start with one but we can definitely catch a new pokemon in our first episode sounds good yeah i like that idea um one thing i've done in, in another group is starting with an egg too which is kind of fun so that you have Ooh. another pokemon i like that uh, idea. you don't know what it is yet that fits the theme for terence lieberman very well because if you've seen Game of Thrones, they're all about dragon eggs. <laughs> Wait, Houston, have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. Oh, okay. At least the first curious. season is all about dragon eggs. Um, oh, okay. I think he's hoping that it's also dragon poke. What if we say that we all have an egg that matches our specialization type? Yeah. So I, But we don't know what it is. It'll be randomly selected from, from the pool of anything with that type. Yeah, I like that. Because yeah. I don't, you know, if I'm like a steel dark trainer, I don't want to like get a Bulbasaur, you know what I mean? I guess, should we also limit it to ones that can qualify as a starter Pokemon? No. Because dra Dragon's going to be difficult. Uh, there's a few. There's like two options. Yeah. Well, there was like four options. Say, I took not tons of one of the four actually, that worked as a starter Pokemon. I wrote them all down last night. Uh, um, I believe it's Dratini, uh, whatever the starting evolution of salamances yeah that's right saladit Sala, like something a... like that a dino which is the hydragon basic oh yeah and then there's one more but i don't remember it um, I, I think it's also important though we may have said this at the beginning the stats are only up to gen 5 so does that work for you for an egg i mean you just have a second dragon type or do we want to set the eggs up some other way that works for me I think my guy was only going to try and catch dragons at first and then realize that there's only like five of them in the whole game. So abandon that quickly. And be like, all right, I can't even build an entire party off of this. I'm going to go for the dragon adjacent Pokemon and catch a Charizard. Sweet. So we all have an egg of our type specialty. And I, I'll leave that to you, Jake, to sort okay. of figure Sounds out good. how that works. 
yeah yeah anything else we need to, to figure out anything world building wise that uh we want to establish at this point i um, think we like how do, we, how do we come together i guess that's that's the thing that would be worth talking about is like yeah that and how, that would how do we meet the professor how do we like how did we get our starters i i, I assume we're not starting as little kids so we can do whatever story we want i don't have a story oh you Jake's i have already had a yeah. story for how you met yours i don't have a story for how i met mine other than i probably got him from the monastery or something well and i'm imagine that there will be some i I guess I'm jumping ahead of how we met our starter Pokemon. Mine was just I live in a dragon land, but um, yeah, I figured the beginning episode that we do will be about how we all meet. Like we'll all come from separate individual yeah, that's fair points and then meet up. Yeah, so, I don't know if we need to dive too far into that right now because that will be kind of the yeah. Like I want yeah. that to be the, the beginning of the story. You know, I, I listened to to the Pokemon episode as preparation for this, and I realized we never came up with like a naming scheme. So that's also a fun thing for the towns. Uh, ah. what i originally was going to pitch for that episode that we never got to was it was just going to be new added to names from kanto but what if it was old added to names from galar Ooh. because we are technically an old galar right because because you only traveled in time not in space so i think yeah. it'd be fun to be in some some variation of of galar names and we can start in oh okay hold on the starting town in Sword and Shield is Postwick. What if we're in Prewick? <laughs> <laughs> Deal. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Pre-wick. We can start in Prewick. Cool. Um, we're starting at level two then, right? Oh, so you know, we have our trainer path. Doing it, doing it like this could be really fun because, like, Sword and Shield have a lot of uh, elements of like they they actually bring in like ruins and like legends from like ancient yeah. times and stuff, and so we're like in that world exploring it. Oh, there's but, like an entire dragon themed town too. It's like Houston, you could be from there. I sure want. am. Okay, cool. I like this. I, I don't know what the team is, the city name is, but I'm from there. That was me. What is it called? I like I don't know why I can't think of it. I it's keep called see. Dragonland. I don't know if I've been there. But it's land with an H between the A and the N, and it's dragon with an E I instead of an A. I have my switch in my hands right now with Pokemon up. <laughs> have you just been playing it this whole time no i was tempted but wait where's the dragon town um it's just a, it's a, the top end of the wild area modus or hammerlock it's not modus stoke hammerlock it's hammerlock oh the, oh yeah i forgot that that's like dragon it's got a big dragon mouth entrance yeah that's where the dragon gym meter is yeah what if it's called smaug land that's cool I mean, sure in in previous times it can be called whatever we want um mm-hmm. i think this the adventure starts in prewick i want to pick somewhere for my guy to be from other than space i want to pick like a landing place for him yeah um my guy's from uh i'm sticking with blair mountain i think i'm oh, shortening right. my town to just smaug okay cool and you have to say it just like that and it's the small village that eventually became um hammerlock yeah, exactly. Like um, so let's look at my locations. Where would they have landed? Probably Winden. Let's say Winden. I'll just be from Winden. That's good. Except older. Wait, where's Winden? So like ye old Winden. Old Winden. Yeah, Winden. Old Winden town. Old Winden. <laughs> Winden is London. Winden is the equivalent of London in the game. <laughs> what so. if it's just called London? Is that like oh the northernmost yeah, town? It. I'm literally going to be in London. Yeah. Yeah, my character landed in London, grew up in London. Uh, he, I guess I've also established he's not from space. He's descended from the aliens, so... Yeah, he grew up in, gotcha. in London, which is what they what Winden used to be called. Man, this is a wild universe we've created. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I actually really like it a lot. People who don't know Pokemon are completely lost at this point, probably, and that's fine. To our listeners, know that this is sort of our. Uh, this will not be like a 
a completely regular thing, but we'll be we'll be playing this on sort of off weeks. We'll uh, play when we want to and record it and then release it whenever something goes on with our recording or we have a holiday coming up or Houston's out of town for the next two weeks, um, which is the case. So, yep. so that's the reason we're starting it now. So yeah, if you've listened this far, thank you. We're going to have fun with it. Um, tell your friends. If you know someone who's into Pokemon or into actual play podcasts, which I think is the words Houston was trying to remember earlier. Yeah, it's... This is it. It's, so, uh, it's like two hours before I wake up normally right now. Nope, that's yeah, a lie. Yeah. This is usually like... I'm like, wow, you sleep till noon every day? <laughs> um, I did only get like five hours of sleep last night, so little groggy little crazy oh, yeah. i may have said some things that i'm ashamed of i don't know it's hard to tell, <laughs> it's hard to tell. we'll fix it in post <laughs> we're in pre or in pre because we're in the past oh yeah Ooh, nice <laughs> Time travel. i can't believe yeah i can't believe we've added more to the region we made up i know but i like it okay cool uh, uh dang it i just then? tried to catch oh a new kata and really are just playing Pokemon, huh? I, well, let's I started um, we uh we don't have to introduce the, our new topic because this is just sort of a filler thing um but uh, next week should be our uh our fantasy episode our fantasy episode yeah so uh look forward right. to that if this wasn't fantastical enough okay so until next week i'm brian perry slash uh zepho i'm houston bobley slash Terrence Lieberman. I am Jake Butch slash Johnny Jones slash Johnny Alder slash the HM slash the HM. And that's it. Okay, that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Slowly, I'll be silent. I always have been. Darkness floods your eyes. When you need to see, don't waste your time on. your time on